Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the Hub World podcast. Um, I would like to announce formally today that we have made our debut on Spotify. Um, so you can check us out there and you can follow us um, for all the latest Hub World shenanigans. Um, we have we have uploaded all of our backlogs, so if you um, are just joining us now, you can easily listen to it on a car ride or while you're on a jog or um, while you're working out or whatever. Um, so we hope that you'll follow us on Spotify as well as if you continue to support us here on YouTube, that would be great as well. Um, my name is Jules from the Hub World. I am Matteo from the Hub World. And I'm Gino from the Hub World. And uh, today we have a very special episode because we are joined by our first ever guest. And I will let him introduce himself to you. Take it away. Uh, hello, my name is Giancarlo. Uh, towards my relationship with the Hub World, I am a supposed Pokemon expert that bugs these guys with random Pokemon facts all the time. <laughs> 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 Very true. Um, which good intro, Giancarlo, and welcome to the Hub World. Thank you for joining us. Um, the reason hey, we've hey, called hey. upon his expertise today is because, um, as many of you may know, Pokemon had their own little presentation today to announce some stuff, and we're going to be breaking that down, talking about what happened, giving you our opinions, and uh, just general Pokemon uh, shenanigans. So before we do, but before we do, got to do that annoying YouTuber thing about, hey, uh, if you like what we're doing here at the Hub World, like the video, give us a subscribe, tell us to your friends, tell us to your mother. Um, <laughs> yeah, talk about us, spread it around if you like what we're doing here. If you're new, subscribe. Chances are you probably aren't. Um, but yeah, give us a subscribe. Let's us know that what we're doing is, I guess, all right. Yeah, with uh, with that little spiel out of the way, let us know. The spiel's are done, Gino. You forgot the most important part of our spiel. What? If you're a Gino oh, yeah. fan, unsubscribe. Get out. Outside of me. Outside of me, you can be a fan of yep, me. Support Gino in Smash. Please, we beg you, unfollow. Don't comment on our videos. Leave. <laughs> find Earth your own your echo time. chamber to listen to. Don't, don't comment. We do not don't want subscribe. you here. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave a thumbs up at the end of the video in fact keep no. your finger off of that get out just leave you're not welcome um, okay. okay um so to kick off our pokemon discussion um we're just gonna have an icebreaker as always um spoiler for the pokemon presentation it was very sino focused which we will get into um so we thought we'll have a sino focused icebreaker so we're each going to share who our favorite Pokemon from the fourth generation of Pokemon is and why. Um, and anybody is free to begin with that icebreaker. All right. I will start. Um, so Gen 4, Sinnoh region, uh, it was one of the, the most unique things about that to me was the fact that it brought back, or it actually, it got a bunch of evol uh, Pokemon from previous generations, the previous three, and gave new evolutions to them. A lot of Pokemon with one state, like, were just 
basic Pokemon got new evolutions. And for me, my favorite one and is now is my favorite Pokemon from Gen 4 is Gliscor. Gligar was one of my favorite Pokemon from uh, Gen 2. And I just had so much fun playing as or using Gligar Gliscor with Guillotine with the the uh, using Guillotine with the item that increases its accuracy. Just one-shotting people and, and or one-shotting friends it was really fun, and also his design's really cool. Like, it's it's such a de- I like how like he's using darker shades of purple, and he's his tail is huge. And uh, I liked using my uh, my glass my glass score. I nicknamed him Batman. <laughs> but. Uh, and yeah, like even to the, to this day, I when I make my teams in Pokemon, like Gliscor is usually on my team. His typing's really cool. Yeah, just I love, everything about Gliscor is my favorite. Like from Gen Four, like just oh, so good. Okay, I guess I'll go next. Um, yeah, my my favorite from from this Gen here. Pro, I'm not gonna go with one of the regular Pokemon because I. Um, Gen four was the is the gen that I used a lot of um, uh, alternative tools to acquire certain Pokemon's that were not available to us here in Canada. I I had one of those action replay devices, and yes, I I hacked the items uh, for the event legendaries into my game. Oh gosh, two thousand six scoundrel! It was the yeah. only way we could do it. Yeah, we didn't get any of those events, and I think. Even like even if we had the ability to, it was like too late into the gen. So my favorite Gen Four Pokemon is Darkrai, and I when I oh, when I so first edgy. learned about when when I learned about Darkrai, I'm like, what the heck? There's more legendaries. How do I get it? And it was in it was in that one house in the port town where you like you go do this dream sequence. Uh, basically, you go into this child's nightmare. You get sent to an island, and then Darkrai's there, like influencing the kids' dreams, and you can catch it. That was pretty cool. Dark Eye was pretty edgy in like what 2005, 2006 when this game came out. I was like, like end of elementary school. Uh, we didn't have middle school here where we are, so it just went from like elementary straight into high school. So for grade eight, so like that grade seven, grade eight ish time frame, of course, edgy was cool. So yeah, Dark Eye was awesome. Uh, the, the dark typing, being able to sleep every Pokemon in the battle outside from Darkrai was pretty cool. Throw Nightmare on, and then his slow uh, damage over time ability, Bad Dreams, was really, really cool. So you'd get, uh, you'd put everyone to sleep, you'd have your Nightmare, uh, you'd use Nightmare, and then you'd also get that additional uh, damage over time with, with the ability. It was it was really cool just to like put everyone to sleep permanently. I had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> I, uh... I suppose the Pokemon expert should go next, of sure, course. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> see, here's the thing, because one thing, Gen 4 was my first introduction into Pokemon as a kid, so like it has a very, very soft space in my heart. Uh, and especially when it comes to like the starting Pokemon, not the starters that you get, but like the typical bug, bird rodent pokemon that you get at the beginning of every single pokemon game and because it was like the first pokemon that purely drawed towards me i have to go with cricketune the the derpiest 
looking improvish mantis looking Pokemon inside of the entire game. I had that Pokemon for the majority of my playthrough through uh through Diamond. And even though it kept dying, I just had such a soft space in my heart to keep reviving him <laughs> during every single battle and just shoot him out into the front line. This was before I was even a poke like a quote unquote Pokemon expert and I knew anything about type advantage. Uh, I kind of just sent this bug Pokemon to his death multiple times and just kept reviving him because it's just like, yeah, he's got mustache. He's cool. Not to uh, mention Crick Cricketoon's cry is arguably like the funniest oh, cry that any Pokemon yes. has. <laughs> oh my god. It just sounds like a bit tuned kazoo to me, and I love mm -hmm. it. It's funny because like Cricketoon's one of those Pokemon that when Gen 4 first released and I was a kid and I looked at it. I was like, this is the stupidest Pokemon design I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Is. And I hated the thing. And as I grew older, I appreciated the wacky silliness and like the way it stood out. It was like completely like like not like other Pokemon designs. Like I started to appreciate that. But when it first launched, I was very much like, why? Why did they make this? Just oh no. Just adamant, just adamant admission to its existence, and I love it. Oh, if no. I had to give like a close second that like actually meant something more than just I look like how funny it is, it has to be Gastrodon. Mm. With Cricketune being the Pokemon that I sent to his death multiple times, Gastrodon was the Pokemon that I threw in to save the day the majority of times. The moment that I got a Shellos on, uh, I think it was like Route 20 or something, uh, right before the the fourth battle with the rival from that game, I, I'm, names are fading from me, so excuse me from that. Oh my God, this water ground type with st with storm drain just took my team to another level. Nothing could take this beast down, and it was just this jiggly gelatinous slug of "I will destroy you," and I just love you. Every second of it. That may need to be the That's episode the, title. That, the Jiggly Gelatinous. Jiggly Gelatinous. A slug of That was we, great. There it is right there. Yeah. 10 minutes and approximately 45 seconds. I got a timer going. Aren't oh, you happy God. you brought me as a cat? Aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, I'm going to cut you off. I want to say mine now. Um, okay. <laughs> I, mine, I guess, is similar to um, Mateo's. Like, I really appreciated Gen 4 for all it did with um, evolutions of past Pokemon. And one of the ones that I just really latched onto, and I, I don't even know why. Like, you all had these, like, big reasons for why you like these characters. I didn't even use this Pokemon in Gen 4. Like, genuinely, I didn't even use this Pokemon in Gen 4. It's just over time, it has become one of my favorites, and that's Weavile. Um, oh. And the thing is, I never even... I remember with Gen 2, um, I liked Sneasel, but it was 
I'm one of those people that I don't like using. Um, I don't like using um, one stage Pokemon on my team. Like I just don't. That's not something I do. So um, I liked Wheat Sneasel's design, but I never used it. Um, when Gen Four came around, I didn't really use Weavile either. Um, and then as time went on, and I started to um, solidify my my destiny as a dark type trainer, <laughs> Weavile became one of my favorite Pokemon. I lo- I always liked Weavile's design. Um, it was speedy at one point. Now not so much. Now like, there's like it's still fast. Twenty. 20- 25 30 pokemon that are faster than it but at one point it was one of the speediest um yeah it's still fast um and i just like it overall especially its sprites because it it looked really intimidating back in like gen 4 with its sprites as like as we've moved into the 3d era it's kind of gotten less intimidating and more like cute and i'm kind of okay with that um i'm kind of fine with it with that change but like I don't even think other people should like Weavile. That's part of what I like about Weavile is it feels like my niche. It feels like other people don't really like Weavile. Like, it's not really a popular character. And um, I remember when Pokemon Tournament was announced and they announced Weavile as a playable character. I was I was literally like, what? I was like, I'm, I'm happy. Weavile's like my second favorite Pokemon of all time. But like, why? Why did they choose Weavile? It turns out, because the devs were like me, they were just Weavile fans, and they're like, "Eh, they're, we're fans of it. We're putting it in." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> sounds good to me." And it didn't get popular from it, which which was even better, because I like it being my niche. I like that Weavile is like my Pokemon, because it's one <laughs> of the, of all the Pokemon I like. So of all my team, I would say, the other five Pokemon on my main core team are all fairly popular Pokemon. Weavile's the one that's like, this is mine. Nobody else really loves this Pokemon. Just me. (laughs) I'm not like those other kids. I like Weavile. Yeah, I like Weavile. (laughs) Yeah. Can I Um, I put an honorable mention out there? Sure. As Giancarlo was talking about, like, the derpiness and glory of Krikatoon, I had, like, the biggest, oh, no, missed opportunity. (laughs) <laughs> which was Mateo's gonna hate me for this <laughs> I already know what you're saying like I the second you opened your mouth I know Badoom, I'm surprised you, gotta, you gotta did put it out there. So it's gotta, I, I really want to change mine to Badoof but Darkrai was the first one Badoof is like the acquired taste <laughs> this is Badoof like, Badoof just... is the <laughs> The cultured taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badoof is my is my mature choice. Uh, Darkrai was like the the edgy like proto teenager choice. Gino, but, but Darkrai ba- was the you, first one. But yeah, you Badoof, ba- okay, you Badoofist. Okay, we got this. Um, okay, so let me just kind of progress the video a little here. Um, yeah, we don't. Oh yeah, see if you're, on Spotify, getting, you're like, not going to see this. <laughs> No, they won't. And, but that's okay. That's all right, because they'll hear what we're saying. We're not really going to focus too much on the video in this one. But let me get through the seven minutes of them just going through everything and saying trading cards and anime like 17 times oh to get to the game. I slept so in got... a little bit. I slept in during like the, the first few minutes. Like I woke up at 7.15 this morning because it was airing here where we are at 7 a.m. And I kind of slept in a bit. 
and I just saw all that stuff. I watched like up to the Gen Three portion of that like intro year, like that intro twenty five anniversary thing, and I'm like, yeah, I can just skip all of this. And I almost spoiled myself for the second announcement of this of this video. It was oh, just like yeah. a gray screen, and and I'm like, ah, I think I went a little too far. And then I went back. Luckily, nothing was spoiled. It's okay. So so first of all, I'd... um. Okay. Are we going to play, uh, what do you think the, the plushies in the background mean? Well, that's what I was going to say. First of all, before we get to there, first of all, um, when I saw these, my first thought was, oh, hey, those are from the Sitting Cuties line, because I've started buying my team as these Sitting Cuties. So so these guys, like these, like the Eevee and the, like, Umbreon and, like, the... The, Espeon. The, the Johto starters up there and like the the Hoenn stars. The, these are all part of a line called the Sitting Cuties and they're making these of every single Pokemon. Like literally every single Pokemon. Three years ago they did all Gen 1. Two years ago they did all Gen 2. This year they're doing all Gen 3 and it makes sense that if the end of the year is going to be like a Sinnoh relaunch um, that next year is going to be the Gen 4 ones which is great. Um, and they're really cute. They're really, they're all small. They're all the same size. They, they're really good quality. Um, so that's just first thing. Second, I immediately saw the Sinnoh starters there, and I was like, "Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me, Pokemon Company." Yeah, but the Sinnoh starters are there, but also the Johto starters are on the left side, and then the bottom right you have Eevee, Umbreon, and Espeon. And then I'm thinking to myself, "Oh no, please!" But please here's the don't... thing. Here's the differentiation, though. At first, I was like, I saw the Johto stars. I was like, okay, like could be Let's Go Johto. But like I said, the Sitting Cuties. These are all from the Sitting Cuties line, except for the Gen Eight ones, which fine, those are there because they're relevant, and the Gen Four ones. The Gen Four ones were odd ones out to me. But there's also like Lapras, Meowth, and Slowbro. Yeah, because those are Sitting Cuties. Yeah, they're Gen One. They did the entirety of Gen One ones. Plus, yeah, they've they been given a lot of. I don't know about like Lapras. Kind of see, like the Hoenn, the Hoenn starters are like behind his shoulder there. But anyway, we're talking know, too much about the plushies. Those are sitting cuties, though. Like the Gen Four ones are not sitting cuties. Yeah, they stand out. <laughs> but what's I... that Krogunk? Is that a Krogunk statue in the top? Yeah, it kind of looks like Krogunk to me. Yeah. Oh no, I think that's a. Is that not the substitute? It could be a poly. No, it's not the substitute. The substitute okay. looks entirely different. It could also be a Politoed. Yeah. yeah. Case, I'm sense. sure like I don't know if you watch it live, John Carlo, but I'm sure for us three, like that seeing the Sinnoh stars there was a like an initial idea of what was going on, no, considering all the rumors, no, considering what we wanted, you know. Now Oh definitely. Here's what I'm gonna say. So I'm gonna kinda take the lead here, okay? So I'm gonna play the video. I think we're just about at when uh so the screen goes dark, right? And then the Switch logo comes. Oh no, this is Pokemon Snap. Never mind. Yeah, they go. Uh, it goes Pokemon we don't Snap. Need to, you don't need to talk okay, pause, about pause, pause, Snap. Just a quick thing here. Yeah. What, Loki thought one? when he first said the when 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 dude first said the lentil region, and I'm like, what? Lentils, yeah, right? that's a ter- that's a I terrible know. name for a region. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Name about is my my Nona's house. Yeah. I th- I, I thought it was like, okay, too. I heard lentil, and I'm like, no, it can't be lentil. I must still be yeah. asleep. It must be like lento or something no. kind of no, like they, lent they announced that or like last, canto. 
they announced that last like last time they showed off Pokemon Snap stuff, and as soon as they said it, I had the same thought, Gino, and I was gonna send it to all you guys, and I just never did because I was like, whatever, like maybe nobody else has said anything about how stupid it is. Maybe it's just me, but I'm glad you're bringing well, that I up. The, I thought the name reveal dumb. here was no, no, the it's first so time. so dumb. It's, it's it's derpy. really bad. It's really derpy. I'm shocked that like that made it through like all the various yeah. stages of like development and like localization and things. Like it's it's, I think it is def- definitely like if you consider all the main regions and then like the spin-off like, game regions, all that. It's by far it's the, the worst, worst named region. By like, far. It is the reason it's bad is because like I for. I could not even like if you asked me right now on the spot what's the name of the region in Pokemon Coliseum, I would not be able to tell you. It's forgettable to me, like the name of that the region in that game, but at least it's forgettable because like it didn't stand out for any reason to me. This stands out as a terrible name. Yeah. And like <laughs> it it it's so bad. Like I feel like okay, wait. I think of lentil you know soup. Wait, wait. I think of lentils. Like it's... we gotta stop. We gotta stop. Okay, I like lentils. Therefore, this game will be good. Okay, we weren't planning on talking about Pokemon Snap today, but we're hurting Pokemon Snap's feelings. So before we move on, we all have to say one nice thing about Pokemon Snap that we. Oh, saw I can today. say twenty nice things about this game. This I game like looks the water. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the name. It's, it's just the name. The game is fantastic. It, it it's it's like. Uh, what was it? The other, the other, what were we talking about? Something the like original Pokemon recently. Snap? Pokemon Brush? Oh, no, wait, wait. Are you talking about the Octopath Traveler thing? That yes, Triangle. Yes, yeah, we were talking about in the direct that. podcast. Triangle Strategy is an awful name. Oh, God. This <laughs> continues the trend of awful names in Nintendo, or not, I get, or in Nintendo related uh, presentations. It's terrible. Um, in any case, I think Pokemon Snap looks good, but I don't want it to be the focal point. So I'm going to move us through. Yeah. And now we're here, okay? We're here. No, we're not here yet. Oh, you're not okay, here yet. Is okay. anything okay. in the background? Okay, we're here. Okay, okay we're here. All so, right. But just to remind you, the context. Yeah, I saw the, the plushies, blah, blah, blah. I was ready for Gen 4 stuff. Um, now, I wonder if I should take this opportunity to tell you about my dream last night to give you a bit of my, my mental state going into this. Yeah, why not? Sure, yeah, sure. Funny. So before we get to this, so last night I went to bed fairly late. I got home from work fairly late, stayed up, um, and went to bed pretty late. And I had a pretty bad sleep. And part of that was because I was like really excited and really nervous um, about what was going to get announced. Um, because this is a very make or break year for me um, for this series because I'm a big Gen 4 fan. Um, now I went to bed. And I had a dream of the Nintendo uh, of the Pokemon presentation and what they announced. And I remember there were some things like they showed off new Pokemon Snap and they showed off Detective Pikachu 2 and some like other weird stuff happened where we went to like a movie theater and got a car or something. I don't know. It's weird stuff. But the main thing was <laughs> the main game that they announced was it was like a big red flare came onto the to the screen and then a big blue one. And then suddenly they showed Reshiram and Palkia together and Zekrom and Dialga together and the games were called Pokemon Black Diamond and Pokemon White Pearl and they were mashups of Gen 4 and Gen 5 remakes together and for some reason they were also on 3DS they were on 3DS and Switch um, but I was like okay. that was an exciting oh, okay. dream for me, you know I was excited I was like that's a cool idea 
Maybe that maybe at least Gen Four remakes can happen, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but then the screen goes dark here, and the first thing that goes up is it does this like weird thing, and it goes like yeah, it goes all the way back in time, and I'm like, oh, where are they going? And they stop at 2007, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, I was so excited, I was so hyped. And I was like, oh my god. It's Look at that chunky DS. You so had that one. God. Oh Pause my it. god. For a second. Like, I'm so Pause. excited. And this Pause. is like, oh my god. I'm, I was so, 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 so hyped. Like, oh my god. I'm so excited. They're finally doing it. Experience the brilliance once more. I was like, they are doing it. And then I see this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was immediately... <laughs> I was like, no! <laughs> oh, man. I am I, I, so happy I'm not the only one that had that impression. I had, uh, I had the exact feeling. same impression as well. And, like, <laughs> like, for me, one of the most hype intros to a game was the intro for Diamond and Pearl. Like, the music that plays. It's like building suspense. The, and it, it was like a magic. You're about to start this magical experience. And then imagine, that got—I was not expecting that so to, to should, play because that was so you, exciting just to me. Have For those listening final. on Spotify, just to describe what what just happened is the moment that we were just like, no, it was these chibi graphics, which seems to be <laughs> yeah. this weird it's a, trend it's a give. with Nintendo stuff lately. Is they like their chibi crap, and mm-hmm. like we'll talk a bit more about like how we feel about it now. But definitely initially, I was like. It was no. a shock. So, Jules. So shocking. Because we were expecting these remakes to be in the style of Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not in the yeah. not in the style of Link's Awakening. Yeah. <laughs> to give to give to the Spotify viewers to give an a, a more descriptive aspect of what exactly we're looking at. Imagine pop vinyl figures in a video game. That's what the characters look like, and then just slap cell shade over them so it looks like like the overworld stuff because obviously like the battles are a little bit different but like the overworld stuff if you look at here like it honestly looks like it's barely even better than diamond and pearl it, it, no it's a lot better it's a, it's a lot honestly, better no but it just, it looks i know like i would it it, it like looks battles, like to be fair yeah like the, the battles battle are exactly the same like the battles are are they they're basically like uh sword and shield like it's uh they're a little bit it's it's a style. it's a little more cartoony but like i it's more I'm... similar to let's go isn't it yeah i'd say they're closer to let's go and they're definitely not as good as let's go i've seen side by sides but like i really the... I, I i i disagree like i think the 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 uh the overworld like, compared to the it's a definite step up from from the ds like it's <laughs> It's, uh okay it's a step I, up I have curve, many things like, to say <laughs> the thing is though the pixel art in diamond and pearl and platinum were all really good like, that's the thing is they were yeah. good this just art, looks right? this like, just like a smoothed out like physically popping 3d version of that and nothing else yeah, yeah that's but exactly like at mean. least like, when at least when omega ruby alpha sapphire came out it was a perspective shift so you they changed the 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 angle of the camera. Yeah. You went from the two D animation to the three D animation. Everything was 
brilliant. You had the you had all that extra stuff added to it at least, and it, it just this just looks like okay. Yeah. Let's just change the, the we're just changing the models. It's like imagine that's what I mean. Imagine it's like, it's... if we, they just went from like the pixel art game and they just slapped a 3D thing over top of this. This was that's very a... easy and yeah. very quick. I feel like it was lazy. I well that's yeah, why. I don't yeah know that's if, my I opinion don't on it. It feels half-assed. Like maybe they had to redo I, everything, but see, I don't, I don't feel like it's necessarily lazy because, like, I clear, like, this clearly looks like a choice. Like, yeah. this was yeah. like a choice, but like, but I agree with you. It's, it's because it's not as big as as big of a shift, right? Like, I like, for example, like I don't like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire's art style. I actually prefer the pixel art from the Game Boy Advance. But even that being said, the shift from that pixel art to the 3ds 3d was more of a shift than the pixel art from the ds to this this seems like they're remaking the pixel art just a little bit better plus the pixel art had its own distinctive style towards it in uh yeah. in diamond and pearl which really made it pop out on screen when i kind of look at these chibi versions of what was my first introduction to the pokemon game I can only see this as they're trying to replicate the style without doing anything to make their own distinctive outlook on what this is supposed to be. If you were to look at like Soul Silver and uh, uh, Heart Gold, for instance, as a comparison, even compared with the original, it has its own distinct art style, even while being the sprite work. Yeah. And as you said previously, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, it has its own differentiations with the game. But here, it, it to me, it just looks like worse sword and shield. It looks like they tried to create yeah. the concept of uh, of what they did with Let's Go, having the more chibi, cel shaded style. But even but then, Let's Go is like leagues more detailed than this. It is. It is. It just feels like they didn't commit to anything and was just like, okay, we're going to remake it. We'll just make it look exactly the same, but use our own reused assets for it. Well, they're not reusing assets. Like you can tell, they're not reusing Diamond and Pearl assets. At least the model, at least the it, Pokemon models. But they do that all the time. The, well, the Pokemon models are reused, but they always reuse the. Yeah, the Pokemon models aren't going to yeah. change. I think it's more just the other thing to consider too is that you see later on is this is not made by Game Freak, and this is the first remake not made by Game Freak, and so it might also be something where the new team one they're the team that made Pokemon Home. That's not a game. That's a service. <laughs> this might be their first game ever, so they might also be scared with experimenting too much. So they might just be playing it safe. Yeah, that's that's fair. But can we comment how well they did remaking this this um, statue that's supposed to appear as both in three D? To be honest, that is the yeah. only thing that I thought looked good inside of the entire length of this uh, of this portion of the direct. I mean, I'm happy with the battle graphics like like that's the thing is gen 4 is good enough that i don't mind but yeah. um definitely a big shift from what i thought it was going to be yeah i i would agree that the battle graphics are really good but uh if you notice if you rewind a little bit they show the panning out to the wild pokemon the wild sphinx uh the shinx it, yeah, the wild. I don't know why I said Sphinx. The brain not working today, but it showed the wild Shinx. Yep. And yeah. if you go back a little bit, 
it has like this stock image panning to the uh it just doesn't look right what do you mean yeah that like you emerge out of the grass and then you just see from the right side panning to the left the trainer just kind of like turning in and to me that looks so much how it was inside of the the original ds game that i'm just like why did they keep that they had all these different interesting but i feel like they did that on purpose they did do it on purpose but it doesn't yeah i think there there was some weird creative choices here um and that's the thing is like we're also just looking at the first footage of this when we play it it might feel a lot better this game's also Mm -hmm. eight months out so who knows like there there could be well not eight months but like I hope Same there's a thing. Delta episode. It'll probably, it'll... Well, like, this like is the thing. The... Like, we we literally don't know anything else besides this. Yeah. And I'm sure hey, they're going to have... Hey, they brought back the union rooms and like... the... A little bit further, they show off the underground stuff. That was hype back in the, yeah, back yeah. In the day. The underground yeah. stuff was so fun. Here's the thing I'm worried about, though. So, so the cool. thing with Leaf Green and... um. Heart Gold Soul Silver, sorry, Fire Red Leaf Green, Heart Gold Soul Silver, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, is they weren't faithful remakes. They were updated. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They updated the games. They based them kind of on the third versions and they um they added a lot of stuff. Whereas this game so far looks like the direction is very different. They're just remaking that doesn't look like they're adding doesn't look like there's elements of platinum here looks like it's based on diamond pearl base um and like of course we haven't seen much but i'm worried that because it's not game freak that it's literally just gonna be a remake and as and as much as i'll take it i'll take it whatever it's just a remake i'll take it um it's kind of disappointing that they're not going to get the treatment that the other games did um Like incorporating like current things, right? Like with Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, they incorporated Megas because that was the thing in the current gen. And then dial. We like, don't know that though. Our like, Gold and Soul Silver implemented all the the like the like we the, do know that the the special uh, physical split like but that's like what they I mean. they included all that stuff abilities gen the gen three well, remakes to, of the gen one they games had to had have the, that though. But what yeah, I mean the, is... but the thing is, it it brought in and it brought in all the Pokedex stuff. And that's Dude, what I mean, as well. is it brought in will a this lot game... of elements. Yeah. This will this game still in... allow... Will, will this game have the, the the three previous generations of Pokemon in there? Pokemon and will it also maybe. have a bigger dex than Gen 8? Yeah, because if you Pokemon recall... <laughs> if you do recall uh, Diamond and Pearl, there was a lot of like late after game content that they shoved in if you if you recall every yeah, single the day there would be like a new pokemon for you to catch that was part of the previous de- generations yeah. as well and those those things will be there i'm sure and like i'm sure they'll add pokemon but that's not what i'm talking about i'm not talking about pokemon i'm talking about how heart golds like fire red leaf green had aspects of gen 3 heart gold soul silver had aspects of gen 4 um Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire had aspects of Gen 6. So, like, for example, with Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, Groudon and Kyogre got those primal forms that were similar to Megas. Mega Rayquaza got incorporated into the Mega storyline. They had um they had like the the like triple battles. They had like everything that was like brought in for Gen 6 was brought into there. This inherently can't have Dynamax, can't have um 
wild area, right? Like, can't have customization. Like, all the things they brought in for Gen 8 is not going to be in this game. So this doesn't feel like it's a Gen 8 version of Gen 4. It just feels like it's Gen 4. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that statement as well. If you if you do recall, like there was a time when they were remaking the Final Fantasy games where one game out of the rough ended up getting this similar kind of treatment as well. Where it wasn't like a full uh remaster or remake, they just kinda copied it and then put it into this crummy art style and basically just copy pasted the game. I, I don't I, know what you're talking about, to be honest. Okay, then I'll just drop that thought then. Yeah, and I, the um, thing with Final Fantasy, like, like of course you could bring in other things, but like a series like Final Fantasy doesn't have patterns. Like Pokemon had patterns until this moment. This breaks the pattern of remakes, mm-hmm. and ultimately yeah, but... it is because Game Freak isn't doing it, which I think we'll revisit further along as we move into the the presentation. But mm-hmm. I ultimately do think it's because Game Freak isn't working on it. Yeah. And specifically like I I I really like I'm not going to lie. I wanted Diamond and Pearl. I wanted Sinnoh to be done like they did in like similar to how Gen 8 was done. Like I wanted to have a wild area like at the base of Mount Coronet or something like that or and like like the 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 I like to me like I the Sinnoh region itself, the land of like the the the, the environment and the 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 everything about the the location are like one of my favorite uh regions just the the geography of it and i really would have liked to see that realized in a fully 3d world but i think maybe at one point they did want to do that but i think it would have just been insanely difficult to like basically make an entire new world even though like they have everything like they can base it off of uh, the previous or uh, off the DS game they still have to remake everything from the ground up and they of course can, yeah and that takes a lot of work and a lot of time to do and we know how how they have their schedules at the Pokemon company where like this game probably only had like a year and a half maybe 2 years to be made and i honestly think like Maybe at one point Game Freak tried to do this, but then it evolved into something else. And we're going to talk I, about. I don't I, think I I don't think that's what happened, but I can see that being a possibility. But I my think I think opinion. the next I think the game that got announced after this, it is responsible for why the remakes yes. look the way they yeah. do. Yes, hundred percent. I don't think it's responsible for the way they, the reason they look the way they do. I think it's responsible. Or that is the way it is. I think it's yeah, exactly. But before we get to that, yeah. Um, so I've been kind of going back and forth here because there's one other thing about this that we need to talk about very specifically before we can move on, and it happens. Um, there's Cricketune very very soon. I know there's Cricketune. And there's Lucario, my man. Bidoof was um, earlier on, and but I, I didn't yell Bidoof loud enough. It's it's fine. It's it's okay. Bidoof will forgive you. Um, this... But anyway, so this was the other point. So I think like the Chibi thing showed up, and I was like, what the hell? Then it kind of grew on me. I was like, okay, like whatever. It's a Gen Four remake. I can't be picky. This was the point where I was really upset. This name 
is dumb. It's so dumb. I hate I'm, this I'm name. I'm so glad. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Serious. I have been speculating on the names for the Diamond and Pearl remakes for years. And there were so many better options than this. Why? Why would you just make it about the diamond and the pearl? The, the, the rocks. Like, why? Like, oh. Why is it not Eternal Diamond and Infinite Pearl? Why is it not something to do with time and space? Like, why Why is it not a concept that goes alongside? Like, why is it just, hey, it's a shiny pearl, and it's a diamond that's really well-shaped? Like, ah, uh, I hate it. Yeah, because they did that with the other remakes of the games as well. well Omega, like... um, Alpha and Omega, different. Heart and Soul, different. This one just tags on with the... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, and this if you also realize... the trend. If you realize well, too, those and names Leaf have... Green, Fire and Leaf Green weren't the best names either, right? Yeah, but Heart like, Gold Soul Silver. Yeah, but at least they they had like a description of the Pokemon that they were re- that was representing the box art as well. To be fair, though, Gen One didn't have a lot of like concepts or themes. Like it was br- pretty much just fighting monsters. It was starting with Gold and Silver where they started to like really build the lore. And I, th- I think that's why I forgive Gen 1, but there's no reason to forgive no. these names. Come no. on. Come on. R- Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I'll buy them, go. and I'm still hyped for them. I'm still going to play them. I'm so down. But, like, really? I feel like this isn't the kind of, uh, kind of name that you would like to display inside of your home, though, because it's kind of like... Pokemon BD Wong uh, B- and, <laughs> and Pokemon Game Boy Advance SP. Yep. Oh God. Okay, let's just oh, move man. on. Yeah, let's, let's just, move on. Move on. So, so we I have think, a lot to say. I don't know if we. I don't know if we were all at the same place, but definitely after this, like I was feeling a little disappointed. I was very <laughs> yes. bummed out. Yes, and then it just goes to this. Then this happens, and I was like, <laughs> "What's going on? Like, what is this?" I I screamed like, "Are we getting Gen Nine already?" I was like, "What the, the hell?" Because the thing it says go a back, new go back era to the beginning. Go back to the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Go back to the beginning. Right? That's like really cool. Okay, it, there it, there is one thing that I want to state at the beginning. Once we get to it, where at the beginning? Like at the desk. Wooden pokeballs. Why like hasn't that? Yeah, why hasn't that oh, been a thing? Be the apricorn balls. Oh I didn't my even god! Though. It's yeah, so like, cool. This was cool, and I was like, what's going on? Art um, style thought, is so distinct, At first, too. I thought this might just be a DLC, like, or, like, an, an episode to the to the Diamond Pearl thing. And then, like, it gets to the mountain, and then this happens, and I was like, what is what's happening? <laughs> this is the you Delta know? episode? And then I was like, what is going on? Are there two remakes going on? You know, like, like just... what's happening? And then... You like see Don and Lucas here, like in like cool feudal Japan thing, and then this happens. This the like, moment, what? the dodge roll. This was the, the moment. Roll, the first thing. I, the I seamless Pokemon catch. The seamless capture. Oh Looks my like god! It's like Monster I, Hunter, but yeah, Pokemon. that's what I thought it was. Is I thought it was Monster Hunter Pokemon for a sec. I love Chingling in two frames per second there. Um, Doof. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like. I was like, what is this game? And I wasn't really sure what was going on. 
Um, and then they kind of like start showing it off and they start talking about it. And, and this happens. Right? Like, yeah, like these, the, the three starters, which I think are perfect for the setting. Oh, um, it still is. And then they kind of start talking about what the game is and they're like, okay, well, um, like this is the name of the game. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus. Um, and then they start talking about both the games. They start talking about, okay, well, Diamond and Pearl is a faithful remake being developed by a different um, studio, but it's still the same director. Whereas um, our other game, Pokemon Legends Arceus, is Game Freak's new game, and it's a different kind of remake because it's not really a remake; it's just set in Sinnoh. We're, as we're tell calling it, it a pre-make. Are it, they calling it a pre-make? They're called. I've I've seen around the, the word pre-made, pre-make being used. I don't think that's an accurate term for what it is, though. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just a completely different concept. But, yeah, it's, hmm. it it breaks away from the formula, though. It it really does. That's what I love about What's it. Interesting is. This game is kind of the natural evolution of Let's Go. When you think about it. Not a lot of focus on battling for catching. The catching is more, it's a different kind of thing. It's its own thing. And the battling is separate. Mm -hmm. um, now what I like is I was reading up about this and like some of the statements that they were saying about it. And they were saying, like, yes, you can pull out your Pokemon and battle the wild Pokemon if you want and weaken them and catch them, like, traditionally. But the idea of catching is more focused on what you do with the environment, like, watching the Pokemon, seeing what their habits are, um, and, like, timing and aiming your catches oh. to make sure that you get them. So it is more of an open-world experience. So you're still getting that combat. So, like, think of it as, like, the open-world elements are around the catching, and around the interacting with the world, whereas the battling, the combat of the game is still traditional Pokemon. I think that works very well for this new kind of concept, though. Especially yeah. when you consider during during the Direct as well, they were talking about how these characters are the people who basically created the first Pokedex, and that's why they're going around the open world and catching them. Yeah. Which, is something, which is something, first off, it's really enjoyable to see that Pokemon actually has actually is paying attention to the lore that they've set up between the multiple different games because they've harkened back to like the Pokemon War and all that kind of stuff in previous games like X and Y and Black and White. So just having this that focus focuses on this grounded idea of like this is how the first Pokedex was created. It, well, it just Sinnoh's it warms my heart. They said yeah, Sinnoh's yeah. first Pokedex, not the first Pokedex yeah. ever. Well, even still, cool. in the same concept. I love how the starters aren't even the starters. They're just Either. other like, types like, of okay, starters. Here's a Cyndaquil, here's an Oshawott, and here's Rowlet. And Though I, I do think because... that Cyndaquil and Oshawott have a distinct disadvantage because Rowlet has the dual type. Sure, but... Um... No, the dual type doesn't affect the... The dual type doesn't aff isn't affected by fire, though. Yeah, I know, but no, still, like, I think he's uh, saying, like going in the final like, Rowlet makes more sense because he's a better, he has a better variety, more coverage. That's but true, I think but he's harder chose, to. They didn't choose these Pokemon though, based off of type and stuff. Like they chose these Pokemon because aesthetically they fit with the feudal Japan setting. Yeah, like like, being like a rat, right? Um, Osawa being like, the 
it's a samurai, samurai, yeah, literally a samurai, and like Rowlet is like Rowlet is an archer, right? like, yeah, like an archer, and like their animals kind of work well with the setting. Um, I like it. I I think it's a great concept. I'm curious to see because they're calling this a single player game, so I'm curious to see if there is anything like trading and like like if we're even well, I'm sure there will social be. aspects. It'd be but... really cool to see if they could fit that into the game as well. It's definitely cool. It's a cool concept for sure. And like it's something yeah. different and that's what's exciting about it is that where Pearl where Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are very traditional and they're giving us basically the exact same thing we've already played um which is good or bad depending on the way you look at it. Um this game is an experiment, right? Like this game could be terrible. But I'm intrigued to see what they do because it's something different. They're finally taking a risk. Um, and they're positioning it as a spin-off rather than as a mainline game. Because mm-hmm. I think they're they're thinking of it like this could become a series. Like it could start off as Pokemon Legends Arceus, and if it's really good, then they could do Pokemon Legends Celebi and Pokemon Legends um other things. <laughs> they could also um, explore like different eras as well with the yeah. uh sequels of the games which is something that i find interesting and like no, imagine we... like a pokemon renaissance for instance that would be well that's all, that would definitely be in in uh in the um, gen 6 yeah, yeah definitely and they say... could they could tie it into the the war what Ooh. i was gonna say that could actually work if this works if this like like if this ends up being like successful, what a way they could quote unquote remake black and white as setting it during that ancient era and finally giving us what the dra- the full form of the dragon Pokemon looks like. The true form of Rushram Zekrom put together, which we never got from black and white, that could be the next one. They can oh. finally make it a canonical Pokemon and like add it to the Pokedex. That would be sick. <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah. Oh man. That yeah, that that's cool. This and this thing is this could put the thing is though they could call it true form Kyrem or something, just so that it still fits in the Pokedex where it should be, but it can be like very cool looking, you know. Pokemon yeah. True Form Legends. Pokemon Ooh. Legends Kyrim. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, one thing, this this get... could be like what Breath of the Wild did for Zelda. Like yeah. Open world, you're running around, oh. kind of. It's kind of clearly isolated. Breath but... of the Wild, but I'm, that's not. Did you thing. see? Like, did you see that one shot of like Dawn looking at Mount Coronet? And I'm like, yeah, that's like straight it's up literally Link looking literally. at friggin like looking off the the like on the box art of breath of the wild like looking into the into the world of hyrule and like even the music like the the yeah. the nature sounds that played in the the in the background I, like i love the and, strings like, just, in the soundtrack the dodge roll like like there's so many like and people on like reading the reception of this like people are already like this game has an like there's an immense amount of of pressure i think that game freak's going to be under now just based on this trailer, because this is what people wanted in 
with Gen 8, they wanted a quote-unquote Breath of the Wild Pokemon experience. And this is it. Like, it might not be exactly the way people think it th- thought it would be, but it's close enough. And it's like, definitely I'm sure this isn't yeah. everything. Like, there's going to be something else that they have to show. Like, they're going to show eventually. Yeah. Like, they have over a, about a so year. So where do you think so. the town is? Because they mentioned this I, is, like, the first, like, human settlement. Do you well, think it'll be hard? I home? think, well, no, I think the oldest city, if I if I remember correctly, is Eterna City. I think Eterna is the oldest city in the in the region. I'm sure so, there's multiple towns, though. Yeah, there's, there, actually, there's I have are, a small theory they, about that. There's two for I, sure. It's Eterna and something else that are quoted in the game as being the oldest cities in oh, the city. Oh, the little region. town in the 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 little it's the little one where Cynthia's from. It's like Heart is it Heart maybe Heart Home? I don't know. No, Heart Home is the city. So this, I got a bit of a concept know. with that kind of thought as well. Because I was looking through this and you know, it immediately has the feudal Japan uh theme yeah. going on with it. Uh and my immediate thought about the situation was like well how are battles in like gyms going to work in this sort of setting I don't think there will if be. there is but well it just as a hypothetical if there would be what if the main character explored through different pokemon dynasties that were inside of this setting and the gym battles were you conquering those dynasties or something like that or challenging no, those dynasties there's only the one town they did. Uh, no, dang I don't it. think they said there's just... only the one town. I don't. Did they say that? Yeah. The Are village. you sure? I think it was like they made they made sure like it was like this is the first village. I'm really not yeah, well, putting my be, Pokemon be, expert, other expertise to the I, table here. I personally can't see it being like a warlord thing where you're conquering. Um, no, more of like a challenge sort of thing where basically a challenge of honor or something like that. In in. Uh, basically challenging this dynasty. You Wait, pause here for a sec. On the... Why is there like a desk with flags and stuff in the background? That doesn't seem like it fits. Yeah. This if they're going for like feudal to Japan, it looks like, kind of like there's the Oval Office behind <laughs> <laughs> behind the starters there. Sorry. I mean, are there podcast uh, so listeners? We, this game is also very early development, so I really yeah. like things are subject to change. Um. That's the other thing is like Mateo was talking about the pressure. Mm-hmm. One thing that makes me hopeful for this game is that because it is outside of like it's not starting a new generation, I feel like this more than other Pokemon games, Pokemon Company might be comfortable with them delaying, especially because they already have the actual remakes coming out in the fall or the holiday, which will launch the like Gen 4 merchandise. Like, I don't think they need this game to come out early next year. I think this game can be pushed. I mm-hmm. actually, I don't think it will come out early next year. I'm actually skeptical. I'm surprised. That I'm, I'm surprised, not quite like, sure about that soon... detail. Like, I, I'm shocked. Like, okay, so the per, the remakes are probably going to be the November. Like, it'll probably be in November, maybe October. But like, if this is early 2022, that's probably what I think once you get past March, you probably can't use the word early anymore because you're pretty far off into the year. Gaming in in like Q1. Yeah. Like January to end of March. But like, I don't think like you can call May or April as early. Like that's, you should, you're getting into like spring, summer in that window. 
I think when it comes to gaming, early counts as just first half of the year. But even yeah. that, like, it's still super, like, it's only at most seven months between the That's two, why the I two really games, which is crazy. Don't think it's, I don't think it's coming out early next year. I genuinely think that this game is not coming out early next year, and I genuinely think that it is um, going to get delayed because I think they're going to have a lot riding on this game. And like I said, this game doesn't need to launch a line of like a generation stuff yeah and it doesn't have to launch a generation because brilliant diamond and um shining pearl are going to launch the gen 4 stuff anyway the mm-hmm. only reason there could be crunch on this is because pokemon company might be like okay game freak we can't give you much more time because you need to start working on gen 9 sort of thing but yeah. it also gen matters 9, how much like, they're investing yeah. in this because they might want this to be fully seen through because this might be the future of gaming of Pokemon, Pokemon gaming. Yeah. I yeah. Th- I think I think the future of gaming is Pokemon Legends yeah. games. That's all we get. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do one. Well, of this is like this is Pokemon. an open world Pokemon game. Is one of those like bucket list games that like everyone wants. Yes, but I it's don't like... think people envisioned it like this. Yeah, well, I think people uh, yeah, thought I said that Pokemon, earlier. Like open world, I don't think they they meant a single yeah. player game. I think they meant a social no, I think... like, MMO. Mm-hmm. Oh, like once again though we that could still be in the cards like we like i'm sure there's gonna be stuff no i'm sure there's gonna be more than just what we've seen like there's gonna be some yeah, other features but i or something don't think things that like flushes that. out the experience yeah but i don't think things like that because they've called it a single player experience so uh one thing i wanted to bring up though is so this is coming out in 2022 i'm relieved that this is Game Freak's next project, and that Game Freak, or like w- the game coming out next year, like whether it was like either the remake or this uh, Pokemon Legends. Like I'm so happy that it's not a a new generation of Pokemon. Like I'm happy they didn't announce that today, because that I think would that would have been a really bad decision. And like to me, I don't know about you guys, but like I feel like we we were in what 20 2013 2014 we see the x and y are out we blink and we're on generation eight like yeah it seems like the the amount of time that that passes between each generation is getting smaller and smaller and now with that we know there's probably no like there's not going to be gen 9 in 2022 probably not going to be gen 9 in 2023 let's be honest like that between 2019 was Sword and Shield. Now it's probably gonna be 2024 for Gen Nine at the earliest. 2023. Sorry, in all honesty, sorry, I think sorry, that sorry, works yeah, in Pokemon's favor, though. Yeah, that's but good. That, I'm happy that it's really be good a, thing. A longer a longer amount of time between the the generations, like but the that's generations more similar to what it was before. But actually, you're wrong. You know the the gaps between generations were shorter back when we were kids. They've actually been longer recently. It's just because we're adults now, and the way we perceive time is differently. But like Gen, the the jump from like Gen one to Gen two was like 
two years, and the jump from Gen two to Gen three was also only a well, couple no, years. It well, was, it was also it was... easier to program because of the bit graphics. But then when you look at X and X and Y and no, I know, I'm, bit, for instance, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm saying that the gens now have been lasting out the how long they should be, which is three, four years. That's how they've always. Yeah, been. but there hasn't like, but like the amount of content though that they've been putting out in that generation is way more now than it was back then and like but like it's it, like yeah okay two two three years difference or uh, between uh release dates for generations from the the game boy days but like it was four or five years between gen four and five and then between gen five and gen six was what? four years yeah and then but six and seven was short, and seven and eight was short. Six and so, seven wasn't short. Yes, it was. It was. No. It was 2016, 2012, or 2014 to 2016, wasn't it? No, it was not two years. It was three. Yeah, uh... that's still like think about how many, like how much Pokemon stuff comes out nowadays. Where like I feel like you need. I feel like it's a the, the 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 generations that have a longer period of time where they're they're the current thing, they're really successful. Like you have, like there's more chance for for innovation. There's more chance for like for the next game. Like we have the ability to like like look at the, the look at what happened when they did, uh, like between Gen five and Gen six. The the visuals. Like was the first 3D game that took a long time, and like they added new battle mechanics with Mega Evolution and stuff like that. Because I feel like this the system got stale in Gen Five at the end. Like people wanted an evolution of the series, and we got yeah. that evolution. And now I feel like the more time that passes between Gen Eight and Gen Nine, we'll get that evolution. I think this is the probably the, the next big step. Like this open world Pokemon, if done right will be the the big like this like i i don't think they can ever go back from this like i'm they here here's like, the thing though with that kind of concept how do you go back here here's like, the thing with that kind of concept cuz i kind of i'm trying to look at this in a marketing standpoint as well when they're releasing you know pokemon rcs legends a lot like and as well announcing the gen 4 remake the gen 4 remake is going to be the safe option that blankets whatever outcome uh pokemon rcs legends is going to be if pokemon rcs legends ends up being a success then it's great but if it doesn't then at least at least game freak has uh the gen 4 remake to harken back to and be like okay that didn't work we have this that worked so we're going to continue doing this that worked mm -hmm. So I, also I think I, it's just like, like yes, I, I, I just I don't think this can become the future of Pokemon. Oh, well, look at this! We can dream. Look, we can dream. Look at, look <laughs> no, at the reception I, honestly, we're giving. What? Like, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. But you, you, I'll let you finish your thoughts first. Well, I was just gonna say like. Look at the 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 conversation we've been having right now. Like, I, I said, like, how do you go back from this? This is what they showed today. 
as the future of Pokemon. Like they said it there. Like this is a new era of Pokemon begins. They showed this. Look at the way. Look at the way we were. You guys were talking about Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. You're like, ah, oh, that's it. Like we wanted more. We were expecting. We were expecting like this. That was their step back. Like th- they showed what those games were like, and now they show what this is like. People are so excited about this right now. Could you imagine the reaction that people would have online and like on on boards and stuff if they go back to something like more closed off, like uh, uh, Sword and Shield? Okay, yeah. but here's here's my rebuttal to that. It's all fine and dandy. We love this game because it's new and it's fresh and it's something exciting and different. But if you think this game is going to have anything more than just over the Sinnoh Pokemon, you are crazy. So I cannot see this becoming the future of Pokemon. When we say the because... Sinnoh Pokemon, we're saying like you're saying I'm like saying the national the decks Sin- from the no, Sinnoh region. I'm saying the they... Sinnoh Pokemon. I don't think there's going to be much more than I would say max, max. And this is being generous. 200 Pokemon in this game because with the type of game they're trying to make with this and to make it well, like to do it well, they need to limit the amount of Pokemon they have. They cannot do 500 Pokemon and make all those Pokemon have individualized like patterns and make the world actually feel real. And I like this concept, but if this becomes the future of Pokemon, it's going to destroy what Pokemon was before. This needs to coexist with what Pokemon was before. This cannot become the future of Pokemon, or Pokemon will lose so much. Because if you try to take the number, the sheer number of monsters and characters, which at the end of the day is the defining trait of Pokemon as a franchise, and you try to apply it to this formula... It will ruin this formula because it will make everything samey. It will make everything lazy and will run into the exact same problems that we're running into now when they're making a standard RPG where they have to animate 900 models. Now, if you have this game that only focuses on, say, 80 to 150 Pokemon, and that's what it is, it's a different experience. It has some elements of the old style Pokemon, but it's primarily single player doesn't focus on the social aspect, doesn't focus on there being an absurd amount of Pokemon and having that kind of variety with the battles. But then you also have, on the other side, the mainline Pokemon games that do offer that. Then you get the balance because you get what you're missing in those mainline Pokemon games in Pokemon Legends, and you get what you're missing in Pokemon Legends in the mainline Pokemon games. I think if they drop mainline Pokemon for this, if this becomes the future, it will fail. I think they have to coexist. They have to have both. They can't not have both, or else you lose what made Pokemon exciting from the beginning, which was the social aspect, which was collecting a thousand monsters that are all different and new Pokemon all the time. And like, I just can't see it working. You you also forget about one detail that kind of defined Pokemon when it was just you know when it just became a thing back in the first game as well and it's the exploration and the discovery of everything as well which is what i think works in this title because you're going out into the world yeah, but you i are didn't disregard people. that i didn't disregard yeah, no, that. no 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 I, i'm not saying that you disregarded that but that's also something that exists within the uh 
within the previous games as well. I'm not disagreeing in saying that that all of your points are wrong on this detail because I think you do bring up a good argument that if they were to try and shove all like 900 and something Pokemon into this title, even taking out a few that are probably not going to work for cultural reasons in the time period, it's probably not. It's it it just wouldn't work. There's too much content for them to do. But if a game like this ends up doing well to where Game Freak feels comfortable allocating a lot more resources into a sequel, I think that's when you're going to have a situation where the other mainline game, the other formula that we get used to because of the social aspect and this kind of innovation, that's when both of them are going to meld into the sequel of what this becomes. If I don't it think we'll ever well, get happening. You I don't think we'll ever get a full Pokedex in a game like this. Maybe yeah. we'll get like a third. Maybe. Because and that's what I'm saying. We're, we're approaching a thousand now, and as much as I would love to have every single one of them in the game, like I want to catch them all, as I've been told to since the early, uh, since the mid to late nineties, it's just not yeah. feasible. And that's it's the just, thing; it's, it's 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 an impossible task. And you have like, to look we, at what we, we all experience. Carlo, like you were one of the very firm people that you didn't want to get Gen Eight because of the Dexit. Yeah, I was. You were very much against, like, I'm not getting Gen 8, they're not having all the Pokemon, it's not good for balance, it's not going to be good for the battle community, and all that kind of stuff, because we're losing our choice. And, like... Uh, it's just, it's a hard it's, thing. It's frustrating, because, like, like this I want... Gameplay. I would love to have my cake and eat it, too. I'd love to have the game look and play what they're showing off here, and have everything else. But Pokemon is a company, they're a media franchise, they're very good at what they do, and... It's just can't. They, yeah, like, yeah, the, the, it's the just obvious, not possible. Like, no matter how the, much the time reality, and money you throw at things. Well, no. The reality is they're not going to give... The Pokemon company's not going to give Game Freak three or four years to make this game the way the fans want it. They're going to crank this their games out in year yeah. and a half, two years max, because they have... A TV show they have to the make episodes for that rely on the material merchandise, all of that. Like it's the biggest franchise, entertainment franchise in the world, and the games are the smallest part of that in reality. So yeah, the games are the ignition for all of the merchandise and the media that surrounds what Pokemon is. Yeah, like the yeah. games are the source. Of so. Like, like it is possible, but with like with Pokemon Company as you know the Pokemon Company and not being able to give Game Freak the amount of time to work on these games specifically, it just doesn't seem possible for the quote unquote Pokemon perfect Pokemon game to exist. But like again, this is like a really good innovation that they did that I wasn't yeah. expecting. But do you guys think, like, what do you guys think about this? Because like I disagree with you. I think Game Freak will will get like i think pokemon company will give game freak time on this game because it doesn't really matter when this game comes out and it seems like the point of this game is to kind of like experiment and try something completely new and the thing is game freak is a good developer despite what all the whiny people on the internet want to say game Me. Freak knows how to make games the problem has always been the pokemon company and their crunch and them saying Hey, it doesn't really matter what your vision is, Game Freak. We need this game in one year. And that's been the problem. So what if 
Pokemon company is finally seeing Game Freak is a valuable developer. Let's put them on more ambitious projects that might take a few years, but they're not going to be reliant on launching our media franchises. The point of their games is going to be to be good and to please those whiners on the internet who want these things. And let's give the formulaic, samey, never-changing standard Pokemon games to some other developer. Because really, well, like I'm sure it's not that hard. Well, they're doing that now, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Maybe this is and, a like, trial. Game Freak is big enough to be like they they can work on two games at once. They've done it before. They can still do that right now. Like they used to do the the remakes. They did and Coliseum. The, the, new, the new generation. I don't know. If, did they do Coliseum? But like they, no, they outsource Coliseum to a different yeah, company. Yeah, but they're big enough to work at least in the the pre Nintendo Switch days, they could work on two games Multiple. at once. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Is like they, it might just make sense. Like Game Freak's A team can be the team that works on these ambitious projects like Pokemon Legends Arceus. And then they could have a B team that works on the new the or the generational the stuff. Yeah, like either either Game Freak team can work on whatever project and then the what they're to, doing with this new de, this Pokemon Home developer, I forgot their name, that's working on the Gen 4 remakes, they can continue doing remakes, or they can do a Let's Go game, or they could do some other Pokemon uh, spin-off or, or something else. So, like, I, I really think that based on the reception of, of Legends, Pokemon Company's got to seriously like sit down and think about like long term not just like the next generation but the next few generations of pokemon how to handle the development of the games in the future because i think this could be an opportunity for them and they shouldn't it waste is. this opportunity but the opportunity at the end of the day isn't one of commercial value to them it's one of critical value and something mm -hmm. like this well, sure, it'll be like, somebody will take it seriously and they'll be like, this was like an ambitious Pokemon game. It'll probably sell well, but ultimately, what they need is they need games that launch these characters that they can sell merchandise for, because that's how they make their money. So, mm -hmm. ultimately, I do feel like, regardless of the success of Pokemon Legends, this cannot become the future of the mainline series. Like, they will not stop doing what they're doing and focus on this because inherently to make these games good, they need to have a smaller cast of Pokemon. They need to limit what they're doing and make it a more intimate experience. And that, while it's good for a game, isn't good for a media franchise. I, I would and disagree so on that, actually, because like with Pokemon Legends, you, you first off, there, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that they're obviously going to make a, a show or some kind of media surrounding Pokemon Legends once it actually gets launched. The concept is there for merchandise to be had, and the setting is very much very marketable for that kind of setting I'm as not well. You know, it's not marketable though, Giancarlo, is just quantity wise. There's a reason yeah. that despite being one of the most critically successful games in, um, in the world that Zelda doesn't commercially merchandise wise perform the way Pokemon does. And it's because of the amount of it. They need yeah. 
to sell 150 new characters every couple years to maintain this, right? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's a fair point. This definitely won't have the same kind of outreach as the mainline Pokemon games. I think it works best as something that coincides with what the mainline Pokemon games are currently going for. It it, it kind of like banks off of this, the success of it and branches off into something different. Yeah. yeah. I think that's honestly a good place to leave it. I actually yeah. had one big point I wanted to bring up. Oh, um, before oh. We wrapped up. All right. Now, it was All something right. that's been on my mind, but then this kind of like this conversation kept going. Yeah. Um, but um, it's more about the release date. What the oh. 20, uh, 2022? 2022? Um, yeah, so sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Oof. Um, so, sorry, no, no, I got it. Okay. Um, What's worrying me a little bit about the release date is because, let's be honest, this is a copy of Breath of the Wild. Like, it's Breath of the Wild. And, like, even though Pokemon Company is its own vehicle, they talk to Nintendo. They plan their Nintendo's releases, plan, like, they coincide. What does this spell for Breath of the Wild 2 and its release date? Because there's no way they're releasing Breath of the Wild 2 in this game even remotely close to each other, because they will compete. I mean, there's the very, very, very minuscule chance that Breath of the Wild 2 comes out this year, and it's not an issue. But, like, so if this comes out, just say, hopefully, February or March, I think if Breath of the Wild 2 comes out in the summer, that's enough time. So, yeah, and chances are like, this yeah. might get delayed. I do think this will get delayed. I think it has yeah. to. Like, looking at where it is now, like, it still looks very much like a concept. Yeah, we didn't well, get we much know. information out of the in- entirety of what it's supposed to be as well. So, you know, that's a lot of work for them to push towards the 2022 date. Well, we also haven't, like, we don't know how old the build of what they showed. Uh, like, how It looks like it's is. just the wild land with the, with the somersault button. It's just yeah. the wild. It's just the wild areas with a somersault. But I mean, there's a lot more animation uh, going on within the environment as well, which is something that I and really the, yeah, enjoyed like, watching. We, we didn't even talk about like the, the cell shaded art style that's like yeah. being overlaid on top of the wild area from Gen Eight, like or or it, some of the seamless looks, animations too. It looks really, really good. Like people complained. Obviously, there's once again. One complaint is about the way the trees and stuff looked in in uh, in Galar, but like honestly, I really, really, really like the like the art style. Just it it gives me like it does Breath of the Wild, but I also get like Okami vibes. Like it it did a lot, and it it was really, really, really like it accents what I think was. A solid foundation from Gen 8, but it amplifies it in a way. And I think like Pokemon using art styles, I think could be a norm coming in the future and in, in actual yeah. main games. Because like, because real like really like the 
Gen 6, 7, and 8 kind of look the same. Yeah, it's HD now in Gen 8, but now the, 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 if they add art styles to those, like every generation should now have, I think, should have a, a different vibe now like from the art. So anyways, but what happened to the uh, stream or the, the video? Nothing happened. It, it, yeah, it died. <laughs> it died on our end. <laughs> It says yeah. the stream has ended. Cricket. Oh, it's fine. Well, well, it's fine. We we basically got through everything, really. Yeah. yeah. What do you yeah. mean the stream has ended? Oh no, no, no! Nothing happened to the stream. Sorry, I know what happened. I'll explain that to you after. Don't worry. Um. All right. But yeah. Um. I think that we've pretty much exhausted this topic. Um. We all have very strong opinions about Pokemon, which made for a very interesting um, topic. I, I think I think I and might I think, have uh, I think I might have uh, completely destroyed the idea of me being a supposed Pokemon expert with my claims, but uh, no, I, you know what? Yeah, no, well, the thing are. is, we didn't really talk about like battle mechanics and strategy yeah. and all that. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the stuff that bores you guys. <laughs> that's no, the stuff that bores you guys. We didn't talk really? about EV training. Oh God, yeah. We can talk, but I think we should have another Pokemon podcast. That's maybe more just in general Pokemon. Um, yeah. And but I think ultimately we all kind of agree. This is probably the most interesting thing. Pokemon Legends is the most interesting thing that Pokemon has announced. Probably in like almost ever. I want to say like I'd say it is I'd say I'd say it is the most interesting thing that they've ever announced to be honest with you. It's definitely yeah. one of the most innovative things that they've announced. Yeah. yeah. I haven't I been this excited about Pokemon in a long time. Same. And that's the thing. It's like I really want this game to succeed and I would love to have more games like this. But I also do love my traditional Pokemon so I hope that they yep. coexist. Yeah. They've um, earned my money today. <laughs> They've earned my money. <laughs> I will buy diamond. I will buy brilliant diamond and shining pearl just to let them know I'm still interested in Pokemon, so that they put this game. Yeah. On. God, I I still hate that name. I, I think I want to wait a little bit more. Like, just, maybe they give us a little bit of Delta episode teasing with like, okay, here's some Giratina you know, stuff. Let's be real. You're that. buying. Do you know? Let's be real. You're buying that game right away. Yeah, I am. You say like you 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 you, you talk. You talk all this right now, but let's be real. We're 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 all buying that day one. I'm probably yeah. getting. Are we switching versions this yeah. time or no? I, absolutely not. I'm sticking with. I am going to purchase this game and create an entire Cricketoon team. That way, I can just say that I beat the entirety of Diamond or the entirety of Pearl with my Cricketoon ensemble. Do it. Yep. Yeah. Just give it encore and round. <laughs> Um, just Thank a tail note on your thing, Gino. I, I don't think we're getting a Delta episode. I, yeah, that I'll just leave it at that. But I can tell you about that later. Why? But maybe I'm pessimistic. Yeah. I mean, you kind of are, but like that's why we look. Am I pessimistic? But no, I'm. I just. I'll tell you why now. Then, it's just because I think the reason they had a Delta episode in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was to incorporate. Megas and like the new lore into the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire lore, plus to cover Rayquaza who didn't have a storyline, whereas 
Giratina has a storyline already. Like they can just take the platinum storyline and throw it in there. And there's no like new lore to build into the to the game because they're not bringing in. Well, that's the thing though. Like Pokemon polished Sapphire, platinum. They kind of just followed the story of Ruby and Sapphire. And they kind of just like shoo in the Rayquaza stuff in the Delta episode. What Emerald would have been, right? Pokemon yeah. polished That's platinum. what I'm talking about. Like, like I, found, I found that the Team Galactic stuff in Platinum way better than Diamond Pearl. Yeah, well, that's no, one thing that I... I hope that's that one thing that I'm really element. excited for. I want to go to the Distortion Zone. And oh, I feel like they will. I feel like the, they'll incorporate some portion of Platinum, but could be wrong. Maybe it'll yeah. be DLC. I think we'll find mm-hmm. out. We're going to definitely find out more about this game probably around, like, E3 or June, whenever if there even is an E3, but, like, Normally, they'll, they announce Pokemon games early in the year. Then you get a big update in the summertime, and then the game comes out in the fall. Like, that's the way it's always been. So, yeah. like, I'm sure... Maybe we'll get... No, go ahead. Maybe we'll get third version. Maybe we'll get Pokemon Sparkling Platinum. It's. I said polished, said polished platinum. Plat- polished, plat- polished platinum. Pokemon PP. No, yeah, Pokemon... PPP. <laughs> no, that's too good of a name. It'll be bad. <laughs> Pokemon PP? No, it's PP. so... <laughs> See, they've had Eternal Diamond, Infinite Pearl, and Dead Platinum. Ethereal Platinum. Ethereal Platinum. Ethereal. I know, I was just trying to be funny. Okay. So, dead <laughs> Platinum. Dead. Dead Platinum. That Time sounds like the name of like some kind of metal band, too. Well, Dead platinum. If there's nothing else that you guys would like to add, I think this is now the time we should end the this podcast. The yeah. yeah. So we will wrap it up then. Um, please, um, like and subscribe. <laughs> if on you're on Spotify, YouTube, on YouTube, leave us a message in the comments. Let us know what you think of Pokemon Legends Arceus, um, as well as Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, um, or any other Pokemon stuff you want to weigh in on. Um, let us know if there's any topics you want us to cover in the future. Um, look forward because our next episode will actually be an Overwatch episode. Um, so that one will come out shortly as well. Um, as well, if you are a Geno fan, get out. <laughs> you are, yep. Unless I you're a, a Geno fan as in like me, Geno, not that puppet yes, thing. Yes, if you're, if you're a Geno of the If you're a true Geno fan, you can stay. stay. If you're a Geno and Smash fan, all I have to say to you is I would rather every single Pokemon game from now on use the chibi graphics than <laughs> ever have Geno and Smash Bros. get out get off my channel. He is in Smash Bros. though. He's a costume. As he should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, see you next time. Bye. Alright. See ya. Bye.